some training over in Silicon Valley. I felt like everyone was like driving Teslas around. But you know how the steering wheel is on the wrong side of yes, the yeah. like car, and, the, and I was like calling people at home, being like, "Oh my god, they've invented self-driving cars!" But <laughs> Dude, I was actually just of. being so stupid because it was just people were driving on the other side. <laughs> but I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Echo Industry Podcast, where we talk all things industry. I'm your host, Mitchell Wang, and joining with me today is my co-host, Michelle Sanita. Hello. Additionally, we also have a guest today, um, Google software engineer, Eve Mann-Jones. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hello. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Now, before we get too heavy on the industry side of things, Eve, so as we know, you're a Google software engineer, correct? Yeah. But I want you to go back to your uni days, okay? Because from what I can see here, right, it says not only did you study computer science, but you also did philosophy along with it. Yep. Now, was this a part of a double degree or did you like change degrees midway sort of thing? Um, kind of both. So I started doing a Bachelor of Arts majoring in philosophy. Right. Then I changed to a Bachelor of IT, Bachelor of Arts. Uh-huh. And then I changed to a Bachelor of Software Engineering, Bachelor of Arts. And then I ended up graduating with a Bachelor of Software Engineering. That's so, <laughs> crazy. That's a lot yeah. of changing. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Um, why did you choose philosophy to begin with then? Um, philosophy's just always been something I've been super interested in. I love um, how... It's very like abstract, but it's also so applicable to stuff that happens in your everyday life. Like I love trying to figure out, you know, what's the best way to like act and be a good human and yeah. um, what's the meaning of life, you know, that sort of thing. Of course, yeah. Um, I guess what made you decide to change like from philosophy all the way to like comp side? Um, well, I think philosophy was something that I was like super passionate about, but when I started uni, I didn't really have a good direction of what I wanted to do like with my future and with my career and stuff. And so I sort of, um, I, it was very random like how I got into computer science. I sort of was just like, well, I love philosophy. I want to keep studying it, but I also want to do something that will make me really employable in the future. Like I knew that financial independence was really important to me. So I was just sort of like, well, let's give computer science a try. And I lucked out because I love computer science and yeah. Yeah. Relatable. Yep. <laughs> so nice. me. I, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just chose software engineering brand yep. sort of thing on a whim. It's going well. Um, was it a challenge changing between the, all these degrees all the time though? Um, it actually wasn't too bad. The biggest challenge no. was sort of like the bureaucratic challenge of trying to like get all my units transferred over between yeah, everything. Right. Um, yeah. So I think, um, honestly like a lot of the skills from the art side of things came in super useful with the computer science side of things and we had to do like reports and um essays and stuff obviously when i started coding oh well maybe not obviously but i'd never done any coding before so that was a big like yeah. i was just so out of my depth i had no clue what was going on yeah are you um still interested in philosophy like would you um still revisit it in the future yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a big, um, like something I'm passionate about. And I do, you know, like reading, um, related to philosophy in my spare time. I would love to maybe like go back and finish my arts degree majoring in philosophy one day, mm. but that's not like, you know, the most important thing for me at the moment. If you had your go again, would you do things differently then? Um, I think yes. If I had my go again, um, so I completed my degree, which was bachelor of software engineering, um, with honors in five years. Mm. And I, in five years, I could have done a Bachelor of Software Engineering, Bachelor of Arts on uh, yeah. with honours as well, 
in five years. So I think if I'd been a bit more like structured from the beginning, I would have been able to like get both degrees. But, but it's you know, hard I to do that, you know. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I definitely didn't know what I wanted to do when I started uni. So I think, yeah, it's forgivable. <laughs> no one really does. To be yeah. Honest. Yeah. Well, we we also noticed another thing while you are uni, right? Um, despite these things being very notoriously competitive, um, you actually managed to secure a Google internship every year from like 2014 to 2018 <laughs> without fail. And then you ultimately get a job at Google in 2019, which is very impressive. Oh, thank you. It's great. like, what? <laughs> um, so I must ask, um, what did you do to secure so many spots every year? Yeah, well, um, so a few things. I was super lucky in my first year um, at uni. I was actually part of the Google internship um, program called the STEP program. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of that. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a program, I think, for... Um, sorry, some of this information might have changed because I did this like seven years ago now. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah. it's a project for... Uh, sorry, a internship for underrepresented um, groups in tech um, in their first okay. or second years of university. Um, and there's a lot more sort of like mentorship and guidance um, during those internships so i was really lucky to get to do that in my first year okay. yeah, yeah. um and then sort of just got the opportunity at the end of each internship to come back um again which was awesome that's really good yeah, yeah. uh i guess do you have any tips uh to share to like everyone on how uh you secured an internship at, with google or like any big company in general yeah i think um something that i've sort of like experienced is definitely being really prepared for the interviews is super important so um something that i did to prepare for my interviews both like when i got my very first internship and then when i was interviewing for the like uh full-time role was like stuff like leak code and hacker rank and all those sort of um like you know quick problem things um, I think that it's like a really particular skill, like being able to interview well, like with the sort of technical problems you get given. So like, um, I, I think getting very prepared for the particular type of question you'll have to solve in, in the interviews is important. Um, that would probably be my biggest tip. Uh, now doing all these internships, is this the reason why you, like, did this help you decide to work at Google? Yeah. yeah, it definitely. It, yeah. it not only helped me decide to work at Google, it also helped me decide to like be a software engineer. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I, I absolutely love the internships. And like if people are in a position to do an internship during their time at university, I think it's such a good idea because um, while everything I learned at university was super valuable, actually getting to go to a company and apply hands on the sort of stuff that I'd learned and then getting to learn new stuff um, and see what it's actually like to be and working in a company was just so valuable and it definitely made me be like yep i want to like you know stay in this industry and i just had such a great time and learned so much it was really cool if you weren't going to go to google then where would you work uh what were you looking at working at as well yeah so i, I was actually thinking that i might want to get into like sort of security engineering stuff that if i hadn't gone to google i would have tried to not like at a particular company but i would have tried to go and do um like security stuff after uni instead because I think that was something I had a lot of fun with at uni and um, definitely something maybe I want to revisit like um, later in my career. Um, so I didn't have a particular company in mind, but I was like, I or, that or like network engineering is another thing that I really like. So I was sort of like, if I can't get a job at like the company that I really want to get a job at, I'll try and get like a type of job that's more, you know, what I want to, what I'm interested mm -hmm. in. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that's what I would have done. Did you major in security? Um, you don't really get to like 
have a major like my back my degree was like engineering majoring in software engineering and so i didn't mm. get to like um pick a oh, specific field yeah, yeah. No, same, same. <laughs> yeah um but, but i did a lot of security subjects and um i did my honors thesis on like blockchain security something interesting i don't know what that is <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a very um that's a very high level weird way of Sounds like it, it. yeah um, describing it, but yeah. Um, we saw, I guess, on your LinkedIn that uh, you did like an internship uh, as like a software engineer intern and also a site reliability uh, like engineering intern. I guess, uh, what's the difference between like both of them or like uh, did you prefer doing one over the other? Yeah, so um, for me personally, there wasn't like that much of a difference in terms of like the actual work I was doing. So even though I was on the site reliability engineering team, I was still doing software engineering work. So I had like a software engineering project that I did. Um, something that was like really cool about the site reliability engineering team was getting to see um, sort of how like some of the, the things that like go wrong and how people deal with them, like in such a huge like production infrastructure setup all these crazy things happen and seeing how people deal with that and um, the, the strategies they have to handle such huge amounts of data at scale is like so cool. Um, okay. So I think that was the coolest part of working on the site reliability engineering team because like, yeah, the work was quite similar to what I'd done before, but I got to see all these like really interesting sort of like incidents and um, strategies people have for managing things. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. Did they, did they let you fix any of these issues at all? Um, no, I, I think yeah. they rightfully made the judgment call that I was not the right person to be fixing okay. these yeah, issues. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, yes, I, yeah. I was happy to not have that responsibility. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, now, with all these internships under your belt, though, um, was there really much of a drastic difference when you felt like um, when you were transitioning from uni to Google? Um, I think the biggest difference was uh, sort of in my internships, it had always been like three months where I'd go and I'd work really hard and I'd try and like do my best and finish this like really um, sort of tightly scoped project. And then I'd go back to uni. And mm. so I guess the biggest difference for me going into full-time work was like, it's not just like I'm doing a project and then bye, it's gone. And I just move on with my life. It's now like, you know, being part of a, a team and developing a product over many years. And that sort of changes the way that um, I had to think about how I was building software and stuff because, and I find this at university too, you know, like you do a project and then you just never look at it again. Um, but now currently at work, if I do something and I, you know, maybe like fudge it a little bit, it's a little bit hacky, yeah. it's not hundred percent right. <laughs> I'm going to have to deal with that in six oh, months no. when I've forgotten what I did and it breaks down. Um, right, so yeah. I think that was a big adjustment. Um, uh, yeah. Whilst at these internships, did you make many, many friends, uh, contacts and stuff within the business as well? Uh-huh, for sure. I Something that like I absolutely loved about my internships was how many people I met who were so open like to helping me learn things and mm. I picked up like some really amazing mentors along the way and it was lovely to just meet other interns who were also, um, you know, software engineering students from all over Australia and New Zealand. Um, so I definitely think like the connections that I made were so important and helpful. Just even in like, you know, having someone who's like worked in the industry for like 10 years to be like, hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing with my life. What do you think? And then they have such a different perspective. I guess, do you have any like one standout story, or, 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 uh, sorry, um, whether it's like 
something that was like challenging doing uh, these internships or like rewarding about it? Like, did you have any one standout story regarding that? Um, oh, there are so many like uh, cool things that have happened in the internships. I remember one of my, like one of the funnest things I experienced during the internship was I had, um, as part of a project, I had this problem. Um, so I'm trying to think of like a good way to describe this. Basically, it was one of those things where, you know, when something is so hard and challenging and you just work and work and work at it. And mm. then um, yeah. one day I was just like to someone else at work, I'm working on this thing. I just want to, can I just write it out on a whiteboard and can you just like sit down with me and help me try and figure it out? And we just sat down for like an afternoon at work and I like drew out this crazy, it's like that meme of the dude with the all the stuff on the wall. Yes. <laughs> that was like me, like just drawing out all this crazy um, programming stuff. And we just figured it it out um, in the afternoon and it was like so fun. And it was one of those things that was so frustrating. And then when you got it, it was like, yes. Um, and that really sort of taught me like how valuable it can be to just like, even if you're working with someone and they're not totally across like the scope of the problem, just having someone there to like bounce your ideas off and mm -hmm. talk to was really cool. And I hadn't really had that like at uni that much. Um, so it was, it was just so fun. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Um, at these internships, what did they get you to do if they didn't get you to, you know, fix those crazy, crazy problems? <laughs> yeah. So um, something, um, again, some of this stuff might be a bit out of date because I haven't mm. been an intern for like three years now. But yeah. basically what we, what they do is uh, you get a project um, at the beginning and it's sort of scoped so that it should take you around three months. And then it's got, you know, some like mm. extra goals if you complete it sooner or like, um, mm -hmm. as opposed to just like the standard like milestone, which is really cool. And something I love about the Google internships is it's never like just menial dumb work. Like it's never just like, go get people coffee on the team or something. Um, <laughs> they actually yeah. give you things yeah. that are like cool and important and you get to see like a finished product at the end, which is so exciting. Or you get to see like, oh, I did this thing and it made um, something like a thousand times faster. And mm. yeah, it's really cool. Uh, have they ever used anything you've done in your internships? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I uh, can't say what it is, but okay. <laughs> it was actually really exciting. Um, now that I've come back to Google, sometimes um, my old manager messages me and is mm. like, hey, remember that thing you worked on? We're still using it. Still and it, it broke in this oh, funny nice. way today. And I'm like, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> So Did you yeah. have to fix that or is someone else having No, I didn't that? have to fix that. Oh, okay, that's okay. <laughs> okay. good, that's good. Uh, yep. Interesting. I guess, um, what made you decide to work at Google as opposed to other places? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, hmm, I think it was sort of just like, I, um, how did it happen? I actually met someone who worked at Google and they were like hyping Google up to me and was like, it's an amazing place to work. It has all these really cool perks. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll try and apply for an internship. And I was so unsure of myself. And I wasn't even like aiming to do an internship over the summer. Like I wasn't applying to lots of places. I was just like, oh, I'll give it a try. And I was like, so sure I wasn't going to get it. And then I got it, which was awesome. And I feel so lucky for that because yeah. I just, I loved working there and all the, you know, the perks and stuff are really cool, yeah, but just like yeah. all the people I got to meet and work with um, mm. were very inspiring. And so I just kept coming back there over the summers and then ended up there. Yeah. Um, now that you brought up the, the perks and the headquarters, <laughs> um, does it live up to the hype, would you say? 
Because like I, I've seen so many videos everywhere, right? You guys got like scooters, sleeping pods. There's a music room or something. It's arcades, uh -huh. rock climbing walls, a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. I think that the the office is super cool. I mean, it's a bit sad because obviously COVID, we've been working from home. Yeah. Um, there's like. It, like the space is so beautiful um there are all these cool things like yeah the music room there's like a rainforest room where you can go and have naps um too, yeah. yeah sleep pods, there <laughs> a parrot um scooters um they have like free meals so Sounds you can like go it. and have like uh, yeah. free food there's a free barista there which is like mm. coming out of uni i was like what Sounds you're giving so me fine. free food <laughs> yeah. It's um, crazy. yeah it's you hard can to live like there, basically literally yeah. um it's hard to get over the mentality of like you know when you're like a struggling student and just like <laughs> i'm like i need all this food it's before like, it's taken away from you're me like, God. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so yes i definitely think that like there's so many amazing perks of working there and the office is great mm. and it's really cool do, do you actually get time to use these things though or is it like they're just there because they look cool <laughs> yeah some of the um something that is really cool about um, work is they're they're quite flexible in the way you work and the working hours and they're very accommodating mm. of different like styles of working so if I wanted to take like a longer lunch break or something because I was feeling like tired and I wanted to go have a nap like as long as I'm getting sort of my work done on a more like broad level um it's totally right. fine it's they're very like um yeah. accommodating and flexible with that stuff right so you just go up go up to the sleeping pod take a nap you know yep. and wake up later. come back yeah. refreshed yeah, yeah. <laughs> very nice what's your favorite thing at the google google headquarters well, it's like your favorite oh. favorite room sort of thing or like perk oh um the nap rooms the where nap you can rooms. just so there's like the nap pods but then mm, there's also like rooms those. that just have like beds in them where you can just like go and like sleep and um i remember when i was doing my internships and i was like so sleep deprived and stressed out i would just go and like sleep in there for like <laughs> half an hour and then put my alarm on and come back to like frantically right. coding and then go and sleep for another half an hour <laughs> what's like um, what's like the most obscure thing that they have there Oh, that's such a good question. Um, there's a lot of really random stuff there. Oh, I, have you guys, I don't know if you might have heard of this, but they have like the old Sydney monorail, like tram cart inside the office. Oh, no, I, I've seen that. They have a room that looks like yeah. a tram thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they apparently, I obviously wasn't there for this, but um, they had to like, like take the wall off the building or something to like crane the monorail in. Um, when oh, wow. the it's old an actual monorail. monorail, it's not it's like the a... actual monorail, oh. but like, yeah, um, <laughs> because you know how Sydney used to have a monorail. Well, I think it did. It did. I like yeah, remember it, it when it I was used to really go young. Over everything. Yeah. Um, and then for some reason that stopped and then Google bought it and put it in their office. Um, <laughs> wow. It's very cool. Flex, it's really fun to flex, do meetings Google in the monorail flex. room. You, yeah. you do meetings in there? I thought it was just a room. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like, I think there's like maybe two or three rooms um, and you can organize meetings in there. It's not the most like private and soundproof of room because obviously it's like a monorail cart, it's but it's just like for the gimmick of it is fun. I can't believe they got rid of it though. I know. Yeah. It looks Sorry. So cool. it, looks so it was really cool. I don't understand why, but yeah. yeah. I remember going going to the air, like let's say like Paddy's Paddy's Market area. I I remember the monorail used to go through there, but then going back there like a few years ago and then realizing, wait, there used to be something here, wasn't there? And I'm like, it's not here anymore. But I remember something was here, and it's the monorail's <laughs> gone. What the heck? Oh, yeah. No. 
I thought I had like fever dreamed that there was a monorail there until yeah, I came to I Google know, and they right? were like, remember the monorail? And I was like, oh my like, God, oh it my was gosh, real. Uh, Whoa, was yeah. it a dream? Uh, I guess other than all these like really cool rooms and whatnot, um, what other aspects of Google do you like? Yeah, so I always say it's so funny because the perks and stuff are like incredible and it's such an amazing part of working at the job but genuinely the bit I appreciate most is like the people I get to work with um I feel like I've just been so lucky like the people who some of the people who work there are just like insanely smart and talented and like have these incredible careers and it's it's really surprised me when I started working there because I was like oh surely all the like really senior like smart people are just gonna be like um go away like who are you junior person but people are so willing to just like spend their time teaching you and helping you and so my favorite part of my job is definitely just like the people I get to meet and the mm. stuff I get to learn from them it's like it's just so fun yeah mm. definitely like a really good uh, there's a lot of learning experiences with especially software engineering it's just constant learning I feel yeah. yes exactly yeah. um what would you say is like your general type of day working at google then um it well it's changed a bit because of covid right um, yeah. but like but before that, let's say yeah i i think so um my time hmm i'm i'm not sure exactly this bit maybe like 30 70 i'll spend like 30 percent of my time in meetings and then 70 percent hmm. of my time actually like doing my work and stuff so um, this probably is different for lots of people and like if you're a manager I guess you'd right, be spending yeah. a lot more time in meetings but um, <laughs> I would say I like you know would start my day like checking my emails then maybe jump into like a daily meeting with my team where we all sort of go around and say like this is what we're working on or if someone has something they need to discuss with the team that mm. we'll chat about that um, and then uh, maybe a few more meetings in the afternoon but between that just sort of working on um, the projects that I've got on my plate at the moment so mm. Generally, I'd be working on like, um, uh, well, I work on like a single big project, but then within that, mm. I'd have maybe like two to three sub projects going so I can like switch between them as I'm, yeah. you know, getting a bit bored of one, I can hop <laughs> over to the other one. Yeah. yeah. I guess um, like more specific to uh, someone who works in like technical infrastructure and developer tools, like uh, I guess what's different about your job specifically compared to like other people's jobs within Google? Yeah, so um, something that is quite fun about working on the developer tool like side is that I we get to assume sort of like a different base level of knowledge for our users. So we're not mm. like um, creating tools for people who like aren't very like, you know, don't go on their computer much or something. We're creating tools for people who like are developers. So they're on their computer mm. all the time. They know all the like different like jargon and stuff. So um, that's a that's a really fun an interesting like part of it that I think is different from a lot of the other teams um, at Google. Mm. Uh, I guess another part is uh, because we're creating tools for developers, it's important that we really deeply understand uh, the different problems we're trying to solve. So getting to like dive deep on like, you know, how um, like a build system works or something is really interesting. And it then helps me be a better developer because I'm learning how like the, the whole point of these tools and like why they exist and stuff. Right. Yeah. What skills do you think are required to land uh, that sort of job? Yeah, um, so I think um, generally, like when I went for my position, I, I didn't go specifically to be like, a, you know, developer for technical infrastructure and developer mm. tools. Um, but I think that um, 
Hmm, there's a lot of things. I guess I guess as someone coming out of like uni, one of the a, a huge thing would be like, you know, just like coding competency and like the ability mm. to like work on a larger project and those sort of soft skills of being able to work in a team and um you know, problem solving, a lot of a lot of specific things can be learned on the job, which is something that I didn't really appreciate before I started working. Like so much of my time at work is spent being like, I don't know what this thing is. Like, I don't know how this database works. I'm gonna go look it up and figure it out. So I think just being able to like pick, pick things up and learn new things, um, but having that sort of, you know, like base level of like, I know what a database is kind of thing. Mm. And then I can go and learn what I need to on top of that. Um, Right. Yeah. Did having so, those um, past internships help you secure the job as well? Because yes, they, for sure. Yeah, been there? yeah. I think um, something that's great about doing an internship before um, landing a full-time job is you get the opportunity to like demonstrate your skills in more than just like the interviews. Because mm. you know, for me, I'm not someone who's like super confident, and I find technical interviews like stressful and challenging. So. Right. Um, something that I really loved about it was Google had already seen like I'd, I'd done like a full year of work working for them before I actually got my job so they could look at like all of that and how I worked over like an extended period of time as opposed to like how I performed in an interview just like under pressure which I I really liked. Hmm. I guess what was uh, your biggest challenge of working at Google? Um, I think that something I've really struggled with is like sort of imposter syndrome confidence stuff. So it's so intimidating going in to like work and working with these people who have, you know, like 40 years of industry experience or 20 years of industry <laughs> experience. Google and as like, well, imagine. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I, I um, will go into, I remember I the team I'm currently on, the person who invented Go, like the Google programming language mm. worked on that team um and i would like have to write code and like send it to him for him to see like in the programming language he wrote and wow. i was just like oh my god this is so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> like, like what are you doing to my language yeah beautiful language you've created so what I is think, this yeah <laughs> so i think that was um that's probably the most challenging thing for me is being able to um you know grapple with my own insecurities and confidence and like still show up to work and just do my best and be yeah. like you know what i'm trying um and taking on feedback and stuff yeah um out of your entire time at google i guess is there a moment where um you felt at your lowest or you felt that i guess maybe this wasn't the right job for you mm -hmm. um i think the hardest time for me at google was when it was coming up to the end of my last internship and I was going for my like the full-time position and um like I felt like I hadn't been sort of performing at my best um for like you know sort of like various personal reasons and it felt like you know I'd done like four internships leading up to like this you know trying to go and get a job um and I had the like technical interviews coming up and I was so stressed and scared for them. Um, and I think that was a really hard time where I sort of got to like week eight of the 12 week internship. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm never going to get this project finished. Like I've just ruined like, you know, four years of work to try and get this job by just like, you know, not um, sort of like pushing through and working hard enough. And it was a big moment of like, I just sort of lost faith that this was all going to work out. And then I tried to, 
I had to sort of pick myself up off of the floor and be like, okay, don't like fall down in the final, like, you know, the, like the sprint, just like keep going and just do your best. And even if you don't make it into like getting a job, that's okay. Just like know that you tried your hardest kind of thing. And it all ended up working out. I'm very glad I didn't like, you know, wallow in despair and just quit because I was like, (laughs) I was like, I should just give up. Like, I'm never going to get this project done. It's going to be so embarrassing. Um, Like I considered not even trying to go for a full-time role, but I'm so happy that I did and it all went fine. So, yeah. How do you balance like your life as like a Google software engineer and also like your hobbies as well? Do you even have any time to like do anything (laughs) you enjoy? social, Social life in general? Yeah, um, that's a good question. And that is something I really struggled with. I think throughout my internships, um, I don't, I don't know if this pressure was like necessarily existed outside of my own head, but I was like, I cannot do anything except work every single day and work so hard and try and get a job. Um, so that was, I definitely did not have a great social life when I was doing my internship. Um, and then getting to Google, I was sort of like, okay, for maybe like the first year, I just worked so hard and I was like, I can't, I just have to like be the best possible employee I can be. And then I kind of realized, you know, this is one year out of like a 40 year career and I'm already so burnt out and like, I don't get time to see my friends or do things outside of work. So I sort of had to like step back and be like, Hey, this isn't really actually the life I want to lead. Um, but so luckily what you're saying is there is hope for us. <laughs> there is, there is hope. Yes. We could have a session. <laughs> yes. Yes. So now I have a much better, um, experience and I I guess sort of just like I had to let go of some of my expectations of like I have to be working 12 hour days every day and I have to be always getting like doing the absolute best possible work and getting the top performance review thing um which I still think is like all of that stuff is possible like you can still do really well at work by having a good balance because actually like now that I I work less hours and I have more of a balanced social life, I'm actually still doing like pretty much the same work I was doing before because I'm not like so stressed out and like making so many little mistakes and just like so tired. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, what, what tips would you give people for trying to manage their social life sort of thing? Yeah. With, with work and stuff like that. Um, oh, that's a good question. I think, um, it can be really good to, well, well, I guess it depends. It's a little bit harder at uni when you have like, you know, a very strict like due date for an assignment or something, but I really like to work in time boxing. So I'll be like, I'm going to work on this problem from like three to 5 PM. And then at 5 PM I'm done. I'm shutting down my work laptop. I'm not looking. And even if I don't get, um, the task done, I, I know I can just come back to it tomorrow morning kind of thing. So I definitely think that, uh, clearly blocking out time that you're just going to spend working. And then like, this is really hard for me at least. Um, like I turn off my phone, I put it away and I just focus on work and I refuse to let myself get distracted. And then I say, I'm just going to do this for two hours. And then the end I'm like done for the day. And I find having a really like strict time of saying like, I'm not checking my work email after 5 PM works so well. Cause then I can just actually like detach from work. Um, whereas before, like when I, um, first got my work phone, I would just have it with me at every hour of the day. And I'd be like at midnight checking my work emails. And it was so stressful. And I couldn't even really do anything at midnight. Like if something had gone really wrong. Um, yeah. Uh, what other opportunities have, have Google given you? Um, oh my gosh. So, so many cool things I've been able to do with Google. I, um, something I love is doing sort of like outreachy stuff. So, um, getting to go like to university campuses and like talk to people, um, 
uh, so I've done a few that in sort of a few different forms. Um, I've got into like travel for work before COVID happened, which was mm-hmm. so cool. Like I've never that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. It's like and getting to go to sort of the other Google offices overseas. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It, it's that's, totally that's sick. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, um, and I, I guess yeah, just. Uh, the the things I'm most grateful for about work is definitely like the opportunity to even though I'm at the beginning of my career work with people who like uh, you know so experienced and so many so many opportunities to learn and Google really encourages you to go and learn stuff and like mm-hmm. if I'm taking like uh, they'll, they'll offer me to go and do like a two day course to improve like my leadership skills or something and mm-hmm. um, I love that that is something they're just so generous with. Mm-hmm. Is there I guess a specific project that you can somehow share about or is everything like kind of exclusive hidden (laughs) yeah um so i i think i can share my the project that i currently work on is um (laughs) if not we'll cut it out don't worry thank you (laughs) um well it's it's um it's been launched so it's called um depths.dev and it's like a um it oh that, sorry, the web address is depths.dev and it's called the Open Source Insights Project. And basically it's just a um, project to help you understand and manage your software dependencies. So if you want to go and have a look at it, you can okay. do that. Okay. That's what I work on. Quick plug. Yes. Yeah. Quick yeah. plug. <laughs> <Check it> out. <laughs> um, well, now that you work there for almost like three years now, um, how's working at Google been for you then? Yes. Um, I, I think it's been really great. I'm so, I feel a bit spoiled. I'm like a bit worried about you know, if I leave Google and have to go and work somewhere that doesn't like feed me three meals a day and <laughs> let me go and have a nap in a nap pod. Um, yeah, it's, it's just been, it's been really wonderful. And I, I feel just super lucky that I got to go and work there straight out of, um, uni. Yeah. um now let's get on more, uh, philosophical level, if you would. Sure. Um, so now you're working at Google. Um, would you say this is like the end of your industry journey? Sort of <laughs> is uh is google your final destination you know or yep. or do you have plans for the future or is it like you're just taking it as life or wherever life takes you sort of thing yeah so i think um this is a good question and this is a question i've been trying to like figure out for myself because for a long time like all through uni i was sort of like i just want to get a job at google and then when i get the job at google like that's it that's the end of my life i'll just spend the next 40 years working there um <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so um now that I'm here. I, I definitely think that I still have so much more like learning and growing to do at Google. I'm not like planning on leaving anytime soon. Um, and I, I hope I can sort of, I'm not, I don't have super, I don't really want to go and like do a startup kind of thing just because I don't think that suits my, um, I I really value the like financial stability aspect of working in a big company. And it's like, maybe if I was like in the future when I'm a bit more financially independent, that's something I could think about. But I think for now I'm just sort of like happy like learning and growing at google um mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens i don't know it's like yeah. scary <laughs> but exciting definitely definitely yeah uh if there was anything i guess you could change from your past would you like is there anything you regret um no, i think like if i were to go and do it over again i would probably just like start in the degree that i wanted to be in from the start but mm. i definitely don't have any regrets and like i wouldn't go back and change anything because i think um it was all sort of part of the journey of like figuring it all out and um yeah yeah i think i've learned so much from all the different like things that i've done and like the mistakes i've made that yeah 
Uh, what advice would you give to your younger self or like someone in like a similar position when you were in uni then? Yeah, I think probably like um, a, a huge thing for me is just like people should just pursue what they're interested in and not let any sort of like, I don't know, uh, you know, something I get a lot is like, you don't look like a software engineer, ha ha ha. And I think, um, you know, stuff like that sort of contributes to imposter syndrome and um, everything. And I think that I hadn't coded before I started coding at uni. So I felt yeah. like really behind everyone. Um, so yeah, I guess my advice would just be like, just do what you want to do and just stick with it. And it doesn't really matter what other people think. And yes. like, yeah. I guess um, this is kind of a side topic, but do you think um, it's hard being a woman in technology? I think, um, yes. I Well, I mean, yeah. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> I think that um, it's... Um, definitely a very present issue in like the software engineering industry is like um all sorts of like discrimination against different people um and i think um it's a very male dominated industry so like just statistically speaking generally you know companies will have a much higher proportion of like men that they employ mm -hmm. than women and that can be like a difficult dynamic to navigate sometimes is it, is it um similar at google or are they trying to um, help yeah, I think Google has a lot of things in place to like um, try and help that. And I've definitely like had the opportunity to be part of lots of like of sort of those programs. I think mm -hmm. the actual numbers are still, uh, I think they're like very good for the industry, but yeah. you know, compared to like what, what would be ideal. What could I'd, have been, yeah. Yeah. Um, would you say it's just a lack of women in the industry or like going for the industry and like uni and stuff like that? Um, so I think that there's like multiple stages at which sort of like the, um, pipeline fails women um, so obviously like for example at my school which I think has changed now um, we mm. didn't have like coding classes or anything so I you know getting to university with some of my peers who'd been coding for like years um, or at least had had the opportunity to be coding that was like you know um, I felt like a bit of a disadvantage um, stuff like I think that people can have like preconceived notions of how like smart you are based off like you know different things about you um is difficult and then i guess um i think there's also like a retention issue so i think that like women generally spend less time working in in the industry so um for whatever reasons i think there's like a variety of factors like that can make workplaces not really the best environment for women and whether that's something like a serious as like actual like harassment versus like more subtle like you know not getting the the best work or you know so i think there's like a a lot of different places for improvement um but i definitely don't just think there's like not enough women who want to be software engineers um mm. yeah yeah uh have you inspired anyone i guess younger or even older than you uh like do you have any stories about that like you um, inspiring others hmm I, I don't like I, I, ha I mean I, I wish um <laughs> I think that I have definitely had some really amazing opportunities where I don't know if like what I've said has actually helped anyone but I've had some awesome opportunities to speak to people kind of at the beginning of their like software engineering um journey and um you know I can definitely relate to like um feeling not very confident or like, you know, not having technical confidence specifically and, you know, struggling in like, um, 
yeah, struggling with imposter syndrome and stuff. So I've, I've been lucky enough to like get to talk to a few people and sort of like reassure them that that's normal and it's fine. And um, if you're feeling like that, it's not because you're incompetent. It's just like, you know, just the way people feel sometimes. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't have any like inspirational stories of people that I've like convinced to become software engineers, but I hope that like I've been able to help by sort of giving my perspective because um, I guess like I'm not confident and I struggle with that sort of stuff. and. I'm working at Google, so everyone else can do it too. <laughs> do you have anything else you'd like to talk about? Like any more plugs, plugins or something? You <laughs> no, got no anything more plugs like that? Me. No, no, sorry. Anything you think would be worth mentioning to people? Um, uh, come work at Google. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we could do that. Nice. Uh, if you did enjoy this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe. And please comment down below your thoughts. Uh, and if you want to check out, I guess, any other media podcasts, articles or videos, uh, please check out the media website and all of the links are in the description down below. And finally, we'd like to thank Eve for joining us today. And yeah, we will see you all next time. Bye.